Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, you know what that means. We're going to help you keep it running. Thanks to the help we get from ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning, Dan. Good to hear from you again. Good morning, Denny. It's good to hear from you too, sir. Another hot day, I would imagine uh, this, uh, well, it's going to be moderating this coming week, so maybe you won't be getting you and your crew at Lloyd's uh, too many AC questions, but you you may have a few calls today. I know you're open today, but uh, if you have, uh, as a listener, any question about your uh, car, truck, van, if you have some issues and you need to take it into your favorite shop or your favorite dealer, but you want to know what the heck is going on with it, what possibly could this problem be, call Dan right now or send a text, same number, 651-989-9226 for your phone calls or text messages. This is our uh, CCO Radio Car Care Show. and We uh, appreciate all the help we get from Dan and have had that help for, it's it's almost countless years. We figured 25 years or so. We'll we'll, we'll leave it at that. But what kind of a week has it been at uh, Lloyd's this week, Dan? Well, you know, it's, uh, I was surprised to, to see, Denny, that uh, or to hear that there are an awful lot of kids that are uh, venturing back to college. Uh, an awful lot of college campuses around, you know, around the country and around the region are going to be open, and uh, kids are starting to ready uh, to get their cars ready to go to take that trip. And uh, I think that that's a great idea to to have the car checked out before you send your kids uh, across the country in them uh, for a couple of reasons. One is, uh, you know your mechanic, you know your shop, and uh, if you're going to have work done, you would just as soon have it done at home. And the other reason is you want them to be safe on the road, uh, sure. you know, when they're, when they're traveling. And, and if it, they, when they get to their college town, sometimes it's a challenge to find help. Uh, getting your car fixed. So our advice is always get it done before they leave. Be sure the car is safe and ready to go and, uh, you know, give them a chance that they get there, that they're going to get there safely. Yeah, for sure. And uh, along those lines that I know you and your crew at Lloyd's uh, check out cars, like if maybe a parent or grandparent want to help their child or grandchild get a vehicle, new or used, and they uh, especially use vehicle. You want to get it checked out. What what, what do your folks you you and your folks do at Lloyd's? What kind of a checklist do you go through if somebody uh, wants to have you guys check out a possible uh, used car? What do you do there? Well, you you know, Denny, it's uh, it's we call it just that used vehicle inspection, and uh, it's a full page of uh, you know safety and 
maintenance items that we go through and be sure that the car is, uh, you know, ready to go, what the condition is. Uh, we prefer to see the car before they purchase it. It's, it's nice to, uh, nice to see it first. Um, so that we can give them some advice on, you know, maybe, maybe some estimates on work that needs to be done. And, and that gives them some tools to negotiate the price with, um, but uh, either way, before or after, uh, you know, it brings the car up to first-class shape and lets you know what, you, what you're looking forward to uh, if you do choose to purchase this car. And, and from time to time, we, found, we find a car that is just a really bad idea, and we'll share that with people, too. Like, nope, this is, you should go find a different one. This isn't the one for you. And and we do share that also from time to time. Oh, well, that's good. It's good news. It helps everybody. 651-989-9226 is our phone number, our text number as well, and we're getting uh, both as we speak, Dan. Let's, in fact, let's go to the phones. Th- first up here, I think, is Rod is calling in from Richfield. Rod, you are on with Dan Burns. Real good. Thank you. Say, I got a question about burning 91 octane. Um, a vehicle that calls for 91 octane fuel it's a V6 Mercedes hybrid van, and the company that I work for wants to put 87 octane in there. They will not resell a van. They'll, they'll keep until they die. And I'm wondering uh, what are the repercussions of uh, burning 87 octane in a vehicle that calls for 91. Thank you. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think that's a very good idea. The engineers that designed the vehicle, that designed the engine, are looking for that 91 octane it does not have anything to do with the fact that they want you to spend more money on gasoline i don't think they're in cahoots with the oil companies but but uh but for some reason they want the 91 octane they want the higher octane and what octane is is a resistance to knock which happens in pre-detonation and, uh, you know, depending upon the compression and uh, things like that, uh, for some reason, the Mercedes wants that higher octane. And I think that you probably should be using that. So I guess I would share that with the company. But beyond that, there's not much you can do. They're paying for the fuel and it's their vehicle. So I guess they can do whatever they want to do. Now, that being said, that's my that's my advice. I know an awful lot of people that have vehicles like that that ask for um, premium fuel, and you know sometimes they'll blend it, sometimes they'll use a mid-grade, something like that to save on the cost uh, a little bit. But but uh, pretty much, Denny, as you know, when it comes to a, a vehicle and and uh, maintenance and and recommendations from the manufacturer. I'm kind of all about that. They designed them, they built them, and and I think right. I know what they are. They know what they need and want to make their vehicles uh, work to their uh, you know the best they can. Well, you've said it often over the years, and I guess I was guilty over the years as well. As uh, you get the manual when you get the car, usually. And you don't read it, <laughs> and it's amazing how yeah. much information is is in there. And you always recommend right. that, and uh, I agree with you. Tell you what, one, let's do. one more thing. To... One more yeah, thing, sure. Jenny, about octane that uh, that I've mentioned before, and it's true. 
is that a higher octane, a 91 octane versus an 87 octane, the higher octane does not have any more energy in it. So it doesn't, you know, there's, uh, other than the, the, the fact that the engine will perform differently, the uh, actual fuel does not give it any energy, which won't give it better mileage or anything like that. Now, the design of the vehicle will on the higher octane, but the, but the energy level in the fuel, fuel is the same. So if you have a vehicle that uh, the manufacturer calls for regular unleaded and you think, hey, I'm going to make this uh, a little faster and putting in a higher octane, you won't see anything. Any difference? No, nope, that's that's true. And in mind, you might. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, but I think in reality, it uh, it does not make a difference. All right, we need to take a break. We alert our callers. Uh, stay on the line. We're going to come back real fast and uh, pick up on uh, text messages as well. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. This Saturday morning, our uh, car care show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, who is located where exactly in St. Paul, Dan? Well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give a call this morning. Big Nick will be there at 651 651- Two eight one three one six. I'm going to be doing that very thing. Uh, if if I can make an appointment this coming week for an oil change, what do you think of that? You guys uh, fit me in. I think that's a great idea. You should come on over. Okay. I miss you. I haven't seen you for a while, face to face. I'll tell you what, and the and the vehicle misses you too. It's been months, so uh, we'll yeah. we'll take care of that. We're good. We'll give you guys a call, of course. Uh, and you can call Dan now or send a text like a lot of folks are doing, 651-989-9226. Uh, that's the same for the text number as well. I'll tell you what, let's grab a phone call or two, and then we'll grab a bunch of text messages. I think Dick is next up here calling from South St. Paul with a question. Dick, you're on with Dan Burns. Good morning. Uh, when you come in for an oil change, just a regular oil change, what goes along with the oil change in the other services? Well, I mean, with uh, with uh, the inspection uh, that we do along with an oil change uh, includes starting on the top of the of the vehicle, open the hood. We check all of the other fluids and and uh, filters, the air filter and so forth, and then we uh, fill you know the window solvent, the fluids, and all that sort of stuff. We'll reset the maintenance light. Uh, we'll check the lights and the wipers, and then we raise the vehicle up and, of course, drain the oil and filter. And while that's all draining, we'll check the suspension and steering uh, components. We'll take a look at the brakes, if you can see them, uh, without removing the wheels and, uh, and the exhaust and the, you know, the axles and bushings and all that sort of stuff. So we just pretty much give it a a maintenance inspection uh, along the way, and then fill it back up with with uh, all the proper fluids and oils, and and uh, send you on your way. Yeah, checking those tires as well. You said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right, right. Thanks, Dick, for the uh, for the call. Uh, here, here's a text that I find interesting. Texter says they have a 2009 Lincoln Navigator. 
but it's not a uh, engine problem. Uh, the texter says, my iPhone no longer talks to the Bluetooth in the vehicle only. Phone works every, everywhere else. But it only works. had an issue it. like that, but not in the car. So the phone only works through the Bluetooth. Well, it, it no longer ah. talks to the Bluetooth in the car, but it works everywhere else outside of the car. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's, yeah, there's a connection. They're tricky. I don't know if you've ever tried to do that, Denny, but they're they're tricky to get oh, yes. their, to get the phone and the car paired properly. And usually uh, when people, and yes, I do come across this from time to time. Usually when people come in and are having trouble, what I will do is delete the uh, phone from the car and I'll delete the car from the phone and start over, uh, start over with the whole process and let them pair up again. And usually we have pretty good success with, uh, with that working and uh, everything coming back to life. Well, the texter can maybe try that if, yeah. if he or she has not. All right, let's grab a, uh, a phone call. Let's go back, and then we'll get some more text messages. I think Cheryl is calling in from Becker this morning. Cheryl, you are on with Dan. Good morning. Hi there. I love your guys' show. Thank you. Um, I've got a 2005 Ford Ranger, and it's been sitting for a while. I haven't been driving it that much because I got myself a different car. And now I'm starting to flip-flop from car to truck, car to truck. And now since I've been driving my truck again, everything's going great with it. But the air conditioning doesn't work now. Do you guys uh, know anything about that? Well, yes. We we and everyone knows a lot about air conditioning. That's a main part of our business is servicing air conditioning. And if the vehicle had been sitting for a long time, and now it's not working properly. I think probably what happened is the refrigerant gas uh, has leaked out of it, and uh, oh. that could e- that could either be a big or small leak. If if it's a big leak, it'll need to be repaired. Uh, if it's a small leak, then uh, you know sometimes they're so small that we can't find them. But uh, but refilling them makes them work for several years. Uh, and if that's the case, then that's what it w- what we would do is we would resurface it or service it, refill it back up with uh, uh, refrigerant gas, and uh, you, you know, die with it for several years that way. So I think if you bring it in, uh, any shop would be able to uh, help you with with uh, getting your air conditioner back in business. Very good. Dan, we have to take a quick bottom of the hour break, and we'll have more show to come. Keep in mind, Dan, then we'll take his leave here about 745 or so, and we'll come back with phone calls and text messages on our Car Care Show this Saturday morning here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll let you know in a moment how to get in touch with those good folks there. In the meantime, Dan is, as usual, helping uh, listeners out here on CCO by phone and by text. Speaking of which, Dan, let's go to Tom, who's calling in from Rogers, I think. Dan, uh, welcome, Tom, to the show. Tom, thanks for waiting all this time. Well, thank you very much. I have a uh, F-150 and for the last month, I've been having problems with the check engine light coming on. Now, the mechanic has changed a couple of parts on it, and I had it in there last Wednesday, and now he says that it needs a new CPU. And it has other things that he wants to put in there. And I'm wondering if it just doesn't make more sense to put the CPU in there 
and see what codes it comes up with rather than put everything in there. <laughs> well, um, I think maybe you should try some more help, get some more help on that. Cause, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the computer has failed and that's the problem, but I would wonder like if it needs a bunch of other components too. And, uh, Every component on the car can be tested, and the computer itself can be tested. And uh, so, I think if they're throwing darts, maybe you should get a you know a, another opinion and uh, see what somebody else says about it. Because it shouldn't be that way. That I mean, the the you know unless it's an intermittent problem, uh, the evidence should be pretty conclusive. And they should be able to point to uh, what exactly is causing your problem. And sometimes one component will cause another component to fail. That certainly happens. But uh, most commonly, it's a particular component that's causing your trouble. Most commonly. Okay. Uh, text. Oh, we got a bunch of texts. Here's one. Dan, it says, I have a 2007 Honda Accord 5-speed with 180,000 miles. In the morning, when I first drive the car, when RPMs get about 2,500, the car depowers, which feels like an engine brake. Now, if I shift before 2,500 RPM, I don't get this engine braking feeling. If I shut the car off and turn it back on, I'm usually good to go and can rev easily to 4,000 RPM without this engine braking. Is this a sensor that's gone bad, or what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, that's an, uh, an odd description uh, that I have not heard before. And so my recommendation to you would be uh, I would probably take that into a professional and have them take it for a ride. And I, can't think, I don't think that uh, an 07 Honda has a rev limiter on it. In other words, it'll keep you from over-revving the engine. Some cars do, uh, but I can't think that that does. But it might, and if it does, that certainly could be uh, causing your trouble. Um, but I think I would have a professional ticket for a drive and see what they're feeling and see if it actually is the uh, engine that's causing the trouble or maybe it is something in the transmission or the drivetrain that's causing the trouble and, and it's just feeling like the engine is, is uh, slowing you down. Hmm. All right. Here's a Subaru. A texter says the Subaru Outback 2011 slips in shifting from first to second gear. Everything else is good. Disconnected the battery. Runs smooth as silk for two weeks. Uh, no slipping again in that gear. Any ideas with that intermittent problem? Slips well, the transmission has a computer and we have the capability of interfacing with that computer to see what's going on. So that would be the first thing is after it starts acting up again, I would bring it in and have somebody do a diagnostic on it and see if there's a sensor or something that's that's uh, causing your trouble. Uh, you know, by disconnecting the battery, what you're doing is resetting everything, of course, and rebooting everything. And uh, apparently it's taken a while before it will uh, get into that uh, fail mode again. Uh, but maybe there's some codes stored in there, or at the very least, we can look at all the data and see if all the data is uh, is uh, operating correctly or not. Okay. 
Another text says this, Dan, my 2014 Impala makes occasional ABS-type growling noise when left uh, left turning from a stop at low speed. I thought it could be a bearing, but my shop checked and found nothing. Any thoughts? Well, they're, you know, they're hard to find. It could be a bearing, uh, you know, or a speed sensor. That's probably what it is. Or uh, on the axle or somewhere on the vehicle, there's a uh, reluctor wheel that uh, is actually the counter for, you know, for the, for the sensor. And if that reluctor wheel has a crack in it or something, or if the shape of it has changed, uh, that will cause that, that false ABS activation, which is very annoying. I know that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we deal with that quite, quite frequently. But if you bring it into the shop, they'll be able to figure out which wheel is causing it, which wheel is reading differently. And then from there, they'll decide, they'll decide if it's a sensor or a reluctor or a bearing or what exactly it is. Here's a, a windshield wiper question, Dan. I believe it's a 13, uh, 2013 Impala. Uh, windshield wipers make a terrible squeaking noise. Texture says I changed to different blades a couple of times, expensive ones. Is there any way to adjust the pressure that they apply to the glass, maybe? No, pretty pretty much not. Yeah, um, uh, I, I guess my my advice would be if you've tried a different a couple different aftermarket uh, wiper blades, then the next thing I would try is get some original equipment ones. Get some some wiper blades that uh, were actually uh, designed for the car that the car was built with, and and uh, that will oftentimes take care of that. You know, wiper blades the the universal ones are great for most applications, but on some applications, the windshield just has a little bit different shape and uh, the aftermarket blades aren't happy with, you know, or they just don't mesh up right with the shape of the windshield. And, and we run across that from time to time. I actually, my vehicle is like that. I've tried to put aftermarket blades on it and they just don't work as well as the original ones. And so hmm. uh, I have chosen to spend the extra money and get the original wipers for my own vehicle. Interesting. Here's a text that says, will a key fob that has a dead battery make a car not start? A key fob that has a dead battery, if it's a smart key, uh, yes. The If the battery is completely dead, the car will not find the key, and the vehicle will not start. Most cars, however, have a fail-safe that... Uh, even if you hold, if you have a dead key fob, if you hold the key fob right up next to the push button on the car, the push button will find the dead sensor if it's close enough or, or the dead key if it's close enough and it'll, you know, temporary, not temporarily, it will start the car that way. So okay. try that. Uh, but, uh, but uh, get a new get a new uh, battery in there, and uh, I would suggest that when replacing the battery on a key fob, that you do a search on the internet, and you'll find a YouTube video or a Google search or something like that that will walk you right through it. Because every one of those key fobs is different, <laughs> and mm. uh, putting batteries in them can be pretty tricky. Uh, so find out how to do it before you start just prying them open, because uh, uh, if you don't do it just right, you can break the key fob, and then you'll be bummed out about that. Hmm. We have to run. 
just quickly, uh, Texas is the guy with the Honda with 280,000 miles. He said, I had the problem, same problem. Plugs and wires fixed the problem. So thank you for that texter. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's, Dan, before we say goodbye? Well, come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can give us a call as soon as this morning at 651-228-1316. Or you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. And I will talk to you soon and see you this coming week. Sounds good. Thanks, Danny. All right. Thanks, Dan. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 